welcome to We Slay Things. My name is Amber, and I play the Hill Dwarf Paladin Emberlin. Some people say I am a slightly, well, significantly overpowered tank. I wouldn't have to lay down the righteous smackdown if y'all weren't such treacherous heathens. Hi, I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparagus, a forest gnome druid. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilgo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. Hi, I'm Joe. I play Mima, the tiefling rogue. I'm Tom, and I play Zardex, cleric of the grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zauberchubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the dungeon master. Adventure is local, 381 has set off on their latest adventure, going to Belisar's homeland of Cordenia. En route on their ship, the Red Treasure, they fought and kicked the ever-loving crap out of a kraken in a mighty display of spellsmanship and swordsmanship and arrowsmanship. That, and almost, magicsmanship. that almost got Meemaw killed, but he did survive. When, when last we played, the party had made it to Cordenia, and it started to settle in. Uh, they settled into uh, a tavern in a wealthier district known as the Fancy Goose. Mostly they've, they've gotten a feel for the place. It, it's a bit bleak, but people are relatively well-fed. You did all notice that the crowd gave your dwarves and the party special deference. Seemed fairly intimidated by them. Uh, but for the most part, you all have had a pretty good time here in Cordenia. Uh, Imberlin is posing as herself, but everyone else has taken on a code name of sorts. Uh, and a number of you are also in disguise. Kilbo has a mustache. Quote, unquote, Melsar has a cap of disguise. I'm not sure if anybody else is going around in permanent disguise or not. So we'll assume they are not. <laughs> when last we left, you all had kind of settled into the fancy goose. Gilbo, you had gone to the Scrappy Scale, a Dragonborn hangout. And I think Zaber Chubbins did some library research, if I recall correctly. So, Twigalia asks, you wake up to a pretty lovely morning in Cordenia in your own private room in the fancy goose. Uh, what are you doing to kick off your day in this strange new city? I'm going to sit there. I'm going to bloom some flowers in my hand. Just that's kind of like my meditative process to kick off a better day. I'm going to uh, refresh the gray hair, put on some wrinkles, and I'm going to try to head down to go get some breakfast and find my uh, my companions. All right. Uh, roll a disguise kit check. Be uh, 11. 11? <laughs> it's functional. Um, if anyone new Twiggy. They'd be able to see through it pretty easily, but since you're still new in town, people are still getting to know you. It's it's functional. Imberlin, what are, what are you doing to start your day in this brave new world? Um, I put on my fine clothes and I go downstairs to the tavern and I order the most strongest, wonderful cup Ooh. of coffee. And I wait for my, I wait for my uh, compatriots. Helen, the tavern owner, uh, brings you over a big 
steaming mug of dwarven coffee and it is among the stoutest that you have ever had and you can see that it's it's starting to get a little busy in the fancy goose as the breakfast crowd is moving in Bellasar, how are you preparing for the day i'm going to look for kilbo see if i can have a conversation with her so you you you, you go down and, and kind of knock sure. on the door uh, mm-hmm. i want you to roll me a perception check with disadvantage uh two <laughs> two uh, four. You, four. You, <laughs> what, what you hear is some pretty loud dragonborn snores. I'm going to go to Zardax's room. All right, so you go down the hall. Zedrax. 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 Are you awake at this early hour? Probably. I think my my disguise is... <laughs> I am Zedrax, cleric of not the grave. Healer of evil and... <laughs> Lover of undead. There is a knock on your door. Hello, Zedrax. Zedrax here. Come in. Melisar, can I come in? Of course, Melisar. Enter the room. Zardax. It's me, Zardax. I thought I had you fooled. Zardax, yes. uh, Zardax. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's me, Melisar. Okay, so... I have a plan. I'm not sure how long our adventures will last here in Cordinia and what uh, we will be doing exactly during the day. That seems to be more akin to what Emberlin will be doing, but it pains me to see these tax collectors bullying and, and raping Cordinia. I would propose to the group... By day, we are these affluent traders looking to make our way to the queen and, and talk to her about uh, the happenings um, with Emberlin's uh, candy factory. And then but, by night, we become guardians of the darkness? Yes. Defenders and, of, of the Cordidian capital city? Yes, and kill them. So, Zardax, um, thoughts? It has struck me, too, how... How the downtrodden here need to be liberated. I mean, we could always leave a calling card on these dwarves. Maybe a trifolded pamphlet. I thought you were going to say a playing card, perhaps the Joker. The what? (laughs) Playing card. Are you not proficient with playing cards? (laughs) Uh, No, I have have no dice. I I mean, I've played cards, but I'm more of a dice kind of guy. I forget what, a gambling kit, maybe? (laughs) Me too. I think that people need some sort of signal that that things are going to improve, and I wonder if if it is the na- the good name of Belisar that we can use as a, a significant bastion of hope for these people. I think that it's a necessary step to recruit and support the people themselves. And you are correct. We need to shake down the shakedowners. Yes. So tonight. Okay. You have my bone staff. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't ever say that. My bone staff is at your service. Don't don't say that. (laughs) You think there's a symbol of hope and freedom of Cordinia that would immediately create empathy and and fill the hearts of the Cordinian people? Something from before the Dwarven times. Oh, that is that is a good question. I mean, we we were a prosperous, educated, um, respected 
peoples. And, you know, as, as the royal guardian of Cordinia, I mean, people looked up to me and people um, often would stop me in the streets and tell me how wonderful life was and you how I am the symbol of Cordinian <laughs> resistance. I like your, I, I like your thinking, Bellasar. I mean, Rise with Bellasar. Wink. Okay. And I'm also wondering if we can, what was that guy's name? Argos. We, we ran into a soldier. I'm wondering if we can maybe find word of Argos if he's in Cordinia at some point. But I'm going to go get some breakfast. You get dressed, please. And don't show me your bone staff. All right. All right. So uh, Melsar heads down uh, to get some breakfast. Belsar, I want you to roll me a perception check. Twelve. Twelve, you say? Uh, as as you get down to the bottom of the stairs, you, you look over and you see this bench laid out. You see a number of chairs. You see some presents. And you see a cake. And on this cake is written, Happy Birthday, Andy. Aww. 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 It's the guy named Andy's birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> What do you do, Bellasar? <laughs> happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. We wish it was our birthday. So please to party too. I'm gonna take out my my bone staff. No. Bone staff. Your bone staff. I'm gonna take out my handgun and shoot it. All right, going <laughs> attack. This one's gonna be a real cake, and then there's frosting <laughs> Oh. Oh. Nine. That is enough to hit the cake. Oh, good. Um, you shot the cake? <laughs> yeah. I remember what happened at Twiggy. Bellasar comes down, sees this birthday cake for someone named Andy, pulls out a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> the cake just explodes Everywhere. across. Everyone in the room jumps up, and you, you hear a woman's voice go, What the hell are you doing? And it's Helen who's like, That was my husband's birthday cake. What the fuck? Well, you This was first thing in the morning. And so, can, can I do a sleight of hand to kind of put the handgun back? So maybe yeah, roll sleight of hand check with disadvantage because uh, <sighs> that was a nat twenty too. Whoa! <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. You do manage to get it put away before anyone notices that you are the one who fired it. Right. Uh, and we're like, I just, I just came down here. I have no idea. Maybe it was magic. I can't imagine Buff Belisar with that one. <laughs> no, he, he has a, he's disguised. He looks he's like a... He's disguised as a skinny twerp. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Like a, he's like a skinny, steampunky... I don't know, but now everyone has cake. Yay! Yeah, they, they're all wearing it. Okay. This, this guy comes over and he's like, well, that was... We were going to eat that. You, you still can. It's fine. Well, at, at least the presents are still okay. I don't believe we've met. I'm Andy Wellmet. I'm husband of Helen here. Pleasure to meet you. Meemaw, you just heard a loud explosion from downstairs. What are you doing in your truncated morning routine? <laughs> uh, I was going to, you know, work on my disguise. I have to I have to act the part of a Count Duke. But uh, there's too much commotion going on downstairs. I got I to gotta run downstairs and see what's going on. Maybe right. there's... Roll me a... <clears throat> Acrobatics check. I assume you're better than that than athletics. Yes, I am. I got a 24. So yeah, you you like parkour down the hall. You slide down the banister like you're surfing, and you land, and you see that there's birthday cake everywhere. And Mel, 
Melisar is looking very meek as smoke powder hangs in the air. Um, what do you do? Start stuffing my face with cake. Yeah, you 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 take uh, <laughs> you you just start gobbling it up. You manage to not get a piece with buckshot in it. So. Hey, <laughs> oh, it's lucky to get the buckshot. <laughs> well, that that would be a matter of opinion. Uh, so you are having some cakes. Oblick. Uh, I would say at this point, a gunshot has woken you from your... I have to do a consultation there because I was. Oh, I had yeah. one tore on last night, yeah. and I did not roll well. Uh, so I've got an eight, no, a seven. So my, my musket... For constitution, it's higher than that. With an 11 on constitution, you're feeling kind of rough, bit of a headache. I still say my mustache is on a skew, just a little bit, uh, not, not roll, a whole. Roll me a deception check. Three. Yes, it is. Plus nine. Oh, uh, uh, it's a little just askew. Just a little askew. Uh, Lightly a jar. Yeah. You're passable. Yeah, You're passable. okay, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going down there, and I'm like, oh, I'm very hungover. But frosting and... Dragon... Uh, it's dragonborn. Good. <laughs> I need you. Hangover to cure. A constitution saving throw. Seventeen and seven. Seventeen and seven is twenty-four. You start to bite down, and you feel a piece of uh, bullet, and you do manage to stop it and pull it out before you chomp oh. down. Okay, excellent. But I'm also with Emberlin. I need some coffee. Yeah, you. Uh, you also get a big mug of steaming hot dwarven yeah. coffee. Snibble Krebuaz. So. I had a dream last night, and I was inspired to go and try to... I didn't like how all the people weren't reverent of me, but they didn't really... See, I didn't know if they were actually reverent or if they were just afraid. So I decided I want to go out and um, talk to them and try to do some magic trips and warm up to them and kind of get a sense of the history of this place. Are you talking recently. like, you know, that kind of magic trick? <laughs> <laughs> so, Press the digitation mostly, but yeah. So, so that kind of magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about using some of my fireball uh, spells, but I thought that might kind of be a little bit. I mean, uh, that can attract the wor- wrong kind of attention. Maybe they need rain, and you give them rain. Maybe I. I don't know if I have that. Maybe ask them what they want. Not. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, go down, uh, roll an Arcana check with advantage. 23. 23, yeah, you, at first people are kind of a little hesitant, but you you are really performing quite the magic show. I want you to roll me a performance check. 11. 11. You get the sense that they're slowing down and taking notice, but they they are definitely still nervous. Roll me an insight check. 15. Fifteen, you get the sense that people are interested in what you're doing, but a lot of them probably feel like maybe this is some sort of trick to get them to let their guard down. But they do start getting closer. They, they'll now get up to like six, ten feet away without, you know, freaking out and running away. A couple of them even make eye contact with you for a few seconds. And then last but not least, Zedrax. Zedrax, cleric of... Whatever is not a grave. What Hello. Smoke, what is the local delicacy? I can't eat cake for breakfast. It seems extravagant. 
the the local delicacy would be smoked salmon with some halfling bagels and some dwarven cream cheese. Are they made of halflings? No, <laughs> by halflings. I will have a local breakfast as befitting a cleric of above ground, above ground cleric. The maternity ward. <laughs> cleric of the womb. I want you to roll either a deception or a uh, performance check for me. 21. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's... Uh, people believe you, even though they, they assume that your kind of long pauses are just like a local dialect thing. And yeah, everyone you tell is like, yeah, that totally tracks. I, I don't think you're a death cleric. Why would you? Why would I'm anyone? a cleric of life. I am Zedrax, cleric of the womb. Bringer of life. So I know who I am. Got it. Um, Deliverer from non-existence into this existence. I'm going to start thinking of OBGYNs as clerics of the womb now. <laughs> I mean, I trained in that. I'm a cleric. Those are midwives. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Doula of the womb. That's my disguise. I wear scrubs. Twiggy slash Twigalia ass. What, what are you doing <laughs> as the party has all kind of come down? At this point, I'd say Zobber Chubbins has come in from doing magic tricks. What are what are you doing as as the the morning's get, getting along? Everyone's had a good breakfast. They've had their coffee. Uh, you're kind of settling in. You're at the top of initiative. What do you want to do? First, I'm going to look at Melisar and I'm going to be like, Melisar, yeah. that was you, wasn't it? As I like get some cake out of my hair, wipe off some wrinkles with frosting. Oh man! <laughs> Ew! Do you remember the last time we ran into um cake? Yeah, that's why I figured it was you. Yeah, that that shit went nuts last time in that, what was that, the cave of Baxteria? It was such good frosting. Merle is like in the middle of this scary-ass labyrinth. This isn't a tavern that has food and serves food and drink. You know, I mean, I it is what it is. You have cake and you can eat it. <laughs> that's Belisar. <laughs> And then, like, as the, it screw, scrolls across the screen, he rubs up and, like, rubs out the B and puts an M. <laughs> <laughs> so, Belisar. Um, I, I think we should definitely put out some feelers and maybe go to his old villa or his old house here in town. Okay. Yes. Does everyone in the party agree with doing that and maybe trying to track down his uncle and I don't know if we want to what Emberlyn's thoughts are on that. Well, Emberlyn is your turn next. Um, I think that uh, that would be a very interesting idea to try to track down Belisar's uncle. I think that that's probably wise. But I also uh, am worried a little bit about tracking what sword? Um, attracting attention? There you go. Yes, that is very true. So what if only some of us go to my uncle's and then the rest can go to the um, the Minister of Trade? Well, I think we, we were talking about um, going to it, to the minister. So I'm wondering if maybe that's a, a good idea. Maybe we, which I know that it's terrible to split the party, but 
perhaps Mel's, Mel's our roll a history check. I'll give you advantage on this, even. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, that is high enough. You do know that your uncle's estate would have been nearby, not um, immediately, but in the same kind of vicinity of the city as the palace. Um, so then do I know how long, it, like what kind of a detour to get out and then back in would be? 15, 20 minutes. Okay, so it's it's doable. Yeah. yeah. Either before or after. Yeah. Let us not split the party since we have no way of making sure of... <laughs> we cannot contact each other easily. I, I, I thought Emberlyn was going to make one of those uh, scrying stones. And we Whatever happened with that? Time to do that, I don't think. I was actually considering going to a wizard's guild, um, if I could find one, to try to learn some more. I will tell you, I'm not going to, like, punish y'all and murder y'all for splitting the party. Um, if y'all do want to do that, that will involve a little more bouncing around scene to scene on my part. But if y'all do want to, to head off in separate directions, I'm not going to, like, murder y'all as punishment for splitting the party. Well, we could go and do our business first, and then maybe I could cast Pass Without Trace, or we could try to put on different disguises and try to track down his uncle after that. I think it would be good to split the party in this case, because um, it would look really strange to see a party of our sort going anywhere, I think. I mean, I, I agree. Having so, so many people going with Emberland, I mean, we might as well, you know, have a parade with monkeys and. Oh, I can turn into a monkey. <laughs> so what you're saying? <laughs> so perhaps the the portion of the party that will attract more attention, which may be the dwarven portion of the party, should stick together, and the stealthier portion can do the more stealthy task of slipping into and. Do you have something to say, Dukula? <laughs> I'm I'm the Count. I'm the Count Duke. I gotta be Count Dukula with the dwarves. <laughs> he has to be Count queen. If perhaps we split into a A team and a B team. Oh, oh. like so many offices. Or a stealthy team and a loud team. I like the parade idea. The parade. No monkeys. <laughs> I don't think we can pair it again. That went great last time. Snibbachee balls. I don't think we have enough preparation for monkeys. No, it doesn't have to be monkeys. Uh, elephants, camels. <laughs> oh, okay, I Peacock. see where you're going now. If only we had a wish left. And we could just polymorph. I, I wish to be a prince. <laughs> Zalbridge, I, I don't think that's quite what we were going for. Uh, oh, sorry. Just, I that's was combining my best. personal experience with... Sorry. Yeah, how's the party plan on splitting and who is going where? Well, I'm assuming that I'm going to see the minister. So you're team two. Hold up your finger. I, want I to don't be team know. Two. But you're the sneaky one. I'm the sneaky one. I'll get house so- without trace. He, yeah, um, Count Ducula needs to go with Emberlin. Mm-hmm. Are you I'd sure? I'd weird if he wasn't <laughs> with her, because he's got to escort her. He goes with his disguise. Zedrax is my assistant, though. So right now, on, on the minister team, I have Emberlin, I have Meemaw with Morims, and I have Zedrax. Other group. 
Kill go 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 wherever is needed. Where are you headed? I wish we had a Mima clone. Um, where am I heading? I, I'm going to go to search my search out my uncle. Does he have a name, or is he just Belisar's uncle? Justinius. His name is Justinius. Uh, right. we, we, Justinius. we should not say his name too too loudly. I don't know what his status is in mixed company. That's fair. I already asked about him at the tower. <laughs> I mean, there has to be more than one Justinius, right? Like it has to be a name. That... A common name. But how many are uncles? <laughs> Only one. Did I come across any history on them when I was doing the research? None more recent than Belisar was here last. Okay. Melisar, it is your turn. You and Twigalia Ass and Oblick begin making your way through the city uh, towards your uncle's uh, estate. I need the three of you to roll a perception check. We'll start there. Uh, it's a good thing Twiggy is with you because there are a couple of moments you, not being familiar with the city, have no idea how it works. And hungover. Really hungover. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you're going to have to make most of your checks at disadvantage today. Can we go back to Zardak? Can we go back to um, Zadrax and have him um, like, do something with you? I want you to roll me another constitution saving throw. What? Never yeah, mind. Of course. Goth cleared it right up. I can get um, that hangover right out. Okay. Excuse me. G just get that hangover right out. I can dispel magic. Oh no, this is not magic. This, this is magic. Wigalia ass, on the other hand. Melisar, you, you remember basically the way, but there there have been a couple changes in the fifteen years or so since you've been gone. But uh, Twiggy manages, through her own sharp senses, to navigate you all there. It is this rather, Belisar, I would say you don't remember it being, the estate being quite this lavish. Clearly it has been updated some over time. I want you, the three of you, to roll an investigation check. And Belisar, I'm giving you advantage on this. 24. Wow, well done. Twiggy, you are just so overwhelmed by the sights and the sounds and the smells. This, this oh. pretty sprawling estate. Uh, you see uh, horses off in the distance. You see uh, some dogs. You see these beautiful gardens. And you are just overcome by the natural elements of this. Kilbo and Belisar, both of you spend several minutes looking over this very carefully. It is, it is very well maintained. And that's not unusual from uh, your, your uncle's day. But there, do, there does seem to be some additions that seem a little more ostentatious, which was definitely out of Uncle Justinius's taste. Uh-oh. And you, you get a sense. You don't see any indication of the family emblem uh, on any of the servants' livery, on any of the buildings, anywhere on the campus. It appears to be most likely under new management. Do I see anybody around, either on the street or inside the the compound? Roll me another perception check with advantage. Nat 20. Yeah, you you do see quite a few uh, people moving around. And as luck would have it, there do appear to be, it does appear to be a servant who is now leaving the estate, who is getting ready to pass you all, if you wish to speak with them. 
Yeah. I'm like, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, may I please inquire who uh, lives in this uh, beautiful, lovely villa here? I'm new to town. Why, why it is our grand archon. Uh, oh, who's... <laughs> who might be the Grand Archon? Oh, you, you are mighty new in town. Yes. Uh, well, it, it is it is the the last surviving member of a respected old Cordinian family. It is none other than Septimus Briennios. Oh. Belsar, yeah. roll me a history check with advantage. Thirteen. Thirteen. You recognize the name. This is the younger brother of your former fiancé. Whom you had assumed for the last 15 years was dead. Meemaw, you and the rest of the group are making your way into the palace. What are you doing as you're kind of strutting your stuff out front as Count Ducula Meemaw with Morin? Well, I, I, okay, I got I got to describe my disguise, which I'm, I'm oh, assuming yeah. I got. I mean, previously. that's the necessary part. Really, definitely true. necessary. Uh, I was torn: should I go business, or should I go regalia? I'm going regalia. <laughs> like regalia in front and business in back, or uh... <laughs> you decided I'm a wig. to go <laughs> backwards mullet. Wait, backwards. business in the back? Party in the front and business in the back. Like the but mafia, flip it around. It's it's half and half, actually. Business <laughs> here, party this way. No, I, I definitely have a a big fluffy red cape. I have you know fancy 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 clothes, knee high boots, uh, thigh high boots. Uh, I have a Ooh. crown. I definitely have some sort of crown with like. Giant yeah, you, fake gems in it. Fake. It's a Burger King crown. Um, it says the burger. You mean the Burger King, right? The the Burger King. And yeah, I'm, I'm strutting my stuff. I'm just like waving to the crowds, doing right. doing, doing some royal shit. Deception, performance, or persuasion with whichever is higher. I want you to roll me a check. Hey, that's a that's an eighteen. Oh yeah, you are selling that shit. Hell yeah. You are you are strutting and people are treating you as true nobility as you are making your way to the castle. Uh, in fact, I'd say with that check, you just kind of wave your way past the guards and just <laughs> keep on going in. Wait, and I got my entourage, you know, Amberlynn and, and... Oh yeah, well the fact that you have two dwarves uh, with you definitely helps. Uh, the only one they kind of look askance at is Zedrax, but seeing that you're a, a, of noble birth and that uh, your party is with two dwarves. They just kind of, these human guards give you uh, a pass. That's right, I'm tagging along. <laughs> just normally. Zedrax, cleric of the womb, bringer of life. Oh, gynecologist is in, eh? <laughs> That's one thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> Snip you, creb you as. At this point, you all are walking into the palace. It's fairly busy here today. There's there's quite a lot of activity going on. Uh, what are you doing as you move through the crowd? I'm just looking around and trying to kind of size up um, any, particularly any dwarven wizards I see, because I know there's supposed to be a lot around, and um, just kind of seeing what vibe I get. All right. Uh, I want you to first roll me a perception check. Ah, fuck. One. 
Uh, yeah, no, you definitely do not see any dwarves about, at least at the moment. You are kind of looking around. You, you definitely see signs mm-hmm. of dwarven activity. You see some runes here and there. Some dwarven cheese. Here's what I will say with that nat one. Through what I just said about runes, you get the faintest whiff of ham. And that's the only clue that you have that there might be dwarves about. I'm just going to switch you around in initiative because it'll be easier on me. Zedrax, y'all are moving through the palace courtyard, uh, starting to move into the main hall itself. What are you doing? Well, I unfortunately, I'm really being the supportive player here, but I want to keep my eyes open for anything of trouble. Throw me a perception check. 19. 19. Yeah, you, you're, you're looking around. It's pretty busy. Uh, you get the sense that there is a lot of activity going on in the palace today. You do see a couple of figures. You see what looks to be a pretty beefy human man walking with what seems to be an entourage of guards. He seems to be dressing them down pretty heavily. And you can tell from the quality of his armor and from the way he carries himself, this is a fairly important individual. You also spot, kind of at a distance, uh, a human woman wearing what are very clearly high-level clerical robes. She has a very stern expression and is just kind of radiating this sense of, I am better than all of you. Well, I am I having the opportunity to talk to one of these people? You could certainly try to do that. Well, I don't want to move away from anyone especially much, but I might motion towards which of these people seems interesting to talk to, to, to the mm-hmm. people I'm gathered with. The Ducula is probably spinning his cane or whatever he's doing. On. <laughs> <laughs> I should know too. I'm still throwing out the chocolate samples to the, to anyone who looks as if they might need below the poverty line. And they have yeah, probably yeah. the flyers wrapped in them. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I would say I would say you were doing that on the way to the palace. Uh, once you've gotten inside the palace, poverty line. What poverty line? Yeah, exactly. And then I'm just hiding the rest from. Belisar uh, <laughs> 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 peaceably removes dwarven manipulators over there. <laughs> uh, the rest of the party in the palace is there. Um, I, I would motion to walk towards the cleric unless we I, feel like we need to talk. I think that that would be a positive move. Excuse me. I am Zedrax, cleric of the womb, bringer of life, and cleric of of birth. I, I, I you look as if you are a, a a clerical figure yourself. I am not from these lands. I wonder, who might you be? I can tell you're not from these lands. There's a procedure for approaching the high pontiff, and it's not just walking up and offering a paw. I apologize. But well, your your deference is duly noted. I am Laurentia Melani. I'm the High Pontiff in Cordenia and the religious advisor to the Queen herself. Oh, yes, must be a, a a task of significant importance. I myself am the supporter and 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 assistant to Emberlyn Cheerybottom, who comes here from Humblestone. Yes, I can see that um, you are certainly of noble birth, as does appear to be your tiefling friend. Ah, the well, du- yes! I, it's hard to miss the Ducula himself. 
And if you're not careful, he might hit you with the cane. So please be careful. Um, try. So you I, must have the ear of the queen. I, I've heard many things oh, about, certainly. of advisors to the queen and, and the dwarven contingency that, that provide a large aspect of advice to her royal self. Yes, there, there are quite a few dwarves about. The most prominent, of course, is the archmage, Doldek. If you wish to um, speak to him, you must make... An appointment, but he uh, he does not see many, even of a higher birth. How long have you been the the religious advisor to the queen? Oh, 10, 12 years, somewhere in there. That's uh, quite some time. Yes, we've we've achieved quite a a an era of stability in Cordinia in recent years. That we've heard, we've seen the people, and I think we appreciate everything that. We've seen so far. We've come here, of course, to create diplomatic ties and to perhaps facilitate some discourse and some level of trade, perhaps. She spends a long minute looking you all over. I want all of you to roll either perception, performance, or persuasion. She she gives you all a long look and says, oh, Good luck in the castle. Unfortunately, my duties require me elsewhere, but it was a pleasure to meet you all, and I, I wish you the best of luck in your endeavors. Did I appreciate you? it very kindly, and I also appreciate the time you spent to speak with us. The uh, pleasure's all mine! Turns on her heel, and you see her robes kind of swaying behind her as she moves off into another... Um, that could have gone a little better. Uh, oh, that was a good try. Uh, go ahead and roll me an insight check, Zedrax. Fifteen. Fifteen. You get a sense that did not go as well as you would have hoped in terms of her believing your cover story. You you don't feel as if you gave her anything that would like give away, but you get the sense that she might be suspicious of you and your party. I suspect we need to follow up with that conversation. I'm I don't want to leave any trail of Concern. I wonder if we send her a diplomatic parcel via some kind of royal uh, emberlin. Maybe we can put together some kind of package from. Uh, we can establish something from M- Humblestone and yes. kind of solidify. I did bring my signet ring. That's that is exactly what we can use for that kind of thing. We'll have to arrange that later. Well, it, it would be the the cherry bottom chocolate basket, probably. Yeah. Put a bunch of gold in the bottom, too, just in case. Oblique, you are standing outside of this fancy noble estate. Your companion, quote-unquote, Melisar, is looking a little stunned because someone he thought was dead all these years has his old job. What are you doing? I will sidle up to Melisar, and I will say, Hey, Melisar, (laughs) what do you think... This seems very strange. How do you think we should infiltrate in order to figure out more of what is going on? Do you know anything that would get you an in with this Septimus, or would he recognize you? Well, I am disguised. Oh, that uh, is fair. That is fair. I mean, we could we could see if we can have an audience with him, or we could continue to seek out my uncle. This also, I, I like idea of finding un- your uncle first, but I'm not sure entirely how to go about doing this. Do you recognize, are, 
are there people on this estate? Like, are there workers? Are there... There, there are certainly uh, workers on the estate. Belisar, I want you to roll me a history check. Uh, this, unfortunately, is going to be at disadvantage because you would not have seen any of these yeah. people for 15 years. Six. Six, yeah, there's, there's nobody yeah. you clearly recognize. All right. Would there be someone that looks old enough that they've probably just been there forever? Roll me an investigation check. Thirteen. Thirteen. You yeah. do see kind of an older-looking gardener. Okay. I would like to go over to the gardener, and I would like to say, this in my country, we do not have... First, oh. I need you to roll me an acrobatics check, or to uh, knock on the gate and try to get admission. Oh, okay, we are not in Yeah, the... you're not inside the compound, you're sort of Oh, outside. okay, okay, never mind then. I don't know that that is necessarily... Uh, here's what I would say. You could attempt to call to him. I want you to roll me a performance check. 16. 16? Oh, Gardner! You you yell, and, and this old, old fella kind of makes his way over. Yes. I am very interested. You these these plants you tend, they are very they look like very good plants. You are obviously very good gardener. You have obviously been doing this for many years. Was this something that you took part in with the previous owner of this estate? Oh certainly old Boothby's been around for many, many decades. I have heard a man named Junius was once uh an owner of this property. Did he uh did you ever meet this man? He, uh, he, his head kind of goes down. He looks around and goes, I, I did have the pleasure of serving Master Junius in, in what is clearly a lower register. Yeah, this is, this is very nice to hear. I have a friend who talked very well of Miss Master Jun, Junius. And it's just, was, just, just Ineus. I thought just, it was just Ineus. No, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Is Justinius and I got the name correct all the time. I don't want to hear any of you motherfuckers correcting (laughs) goddamn names, all right? Justinius. (laughs) I hear you worked with Master Justinius, and it was Justinius. Third time's a charm. A friend of mine owes a life debt to this man, and I would like to help repay this. Have you heard of anything? And I do not want to cause you any difficulties. I would also like to offer, like, slip him some gold pieces. Only a slide of hand check. Good call. Mm-hmm. Oh! He's just throwing him out of the space. Takes a, a bag of chains and, like, drops it and, like, goes to grab it, but, like, kicks it and it goes into the street and lands in a mud puddle. And <laughs> it's not like he would have seen it anyway, because at the mention of Justinius, you can see that Boothby is trying to hold it together and it, tears are just streaking down his cheeks. Oh, friend, I wish not to cause you distress. Well, it was not you who caused this pain, but well, and, and he kind of he kind of looks back again. He says, it's it's probably not wise to speak of these things so publicly, but. Master Justinius was punished. He, his nephew was set for execution, and when he helped him escape, his, his own family was forfeit at that point and had to serve in the late Grand Archon's place. I'm afraid no members of that family survive. No, this is, this is very sad news. Yes, it is. I, 
I should really get back to work now. I understand. I mean, I can kind of kick the money to him, right? Uh, yeah, roll me I another mean, uh, slide of hand oh check. Oh, shit, man. I'm not doing great with rolling tonight. 11? 11. You do manage to kick it there. Uh, let's see if he sees it. Uh, he does, and he does pick it up. And okay, says, thank God. I, I, I thank you. I, and, I'm uh, giving a thousand. Dang. Well, yeah. that's not a small yeah, no, buy his own garden. I feel that's, super. That's like, that's like a fucking five pound sack. I feel super just, bad for this guy. I hope he can retire. He was working hard. Oh, well, fuck this job. And he goes <laughs> in his trowel and walks off the fucking Good, uh, I'm glad. Forever. Can, I, can I give him a high five? He, he totally <laughs> takes your high five. Twigalia ass. As you watch an old man walk down the street, his retirement firmly secured your companion melisar i would say at this point is in a state of shock definitely seems a little misty-eyed yourself so do i have any knowledge of what's going on with either one of them roll me an insight check with advantage i got a 24 24 yeah you know exactly what's going on with both of them if uh if kilbo or melisar there's anything you would like to add to your emotional state that Twiggy would know at this point. Here's your chance. No, I think, uh, I mean, Belisar is definitely looking, he's looking down and kind of in the middle distance though. Um, and just kind of, yeah, not really seeing clearly. Or, yeah, a little, little bit of the old, maybe not a thousand yard stare, but definitely a 500 yard stare. Yeah, for sure. Twiggy! is feeling real bad for Melisar right now and a little bit nervous with so many people around and having heard how everything went down and not not sure how Melisar's going to handle it because he's not always the best at controlling <laughs> So good I'm going to take out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> you shot a cake. What's next? <laughs> I was like, he's already having kind of a rough day here. Shooting no gardeners, no gardeners. I'm going to take out my helm of teleportation and teleport the three of us back to a like safe area. I would say there was probably a little green space near the fancy goose. Did anyone see us? Well, let's see. Interesting that you asked. Someone definitely saw, yeah, they definitely saw you. In terms of recognizing you, no, they did not. They see a couple of strangers standing in the street having a chat. They see a very happy old man scooting his ass down the street. They don't stop to make any kind of connections because that seems dangerous. Twigalia asks Melisar and Oblik find themselves in a rather peaceful, quiet area of a park only a few blocks away from the fancy goose. Melisar... Tell me how you're feeling. That has to be really hard to hear. So in that moment, you see that Belisar goes from like a forlorn kind of blank face to like, it starts to harden. This is why I teleported us. And, and he starts reaching for his hat of disguise. Can I like grab his hands and knock him down? Can I cast like hold person? You, you can certainly attempt to do that. I think that's a wisdom saving throw, which is not Belisar's strong suit. So, Belisar, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, Nat 20. Nat 20. You attempt to hold him, but do not. Belisar, play this out. Let me go. 
Or let me go. <laughs> no, you're Belisar now, man. No, I haven't taken the hat off yet. He's she oh. tackled me right. You're like you're grappled or like fighting. Let me go. I'd, I'd say she. You see her reach out to like cast a spell and you shrug it off. But that does cause you to pause, is what I would say in game. They must pay. We will destroy them. They will pay, but we have to be smart about it, or else. We will all die, and nothing good will come of it. We have to give yourself a moment or a couple days, whenever you need, to regroup so that we can and go then, about this in a smarter way. And I walk away. Twiggy, because Kilbo's like, oh, no, this is on, like, flan. Like, we salt the field. We salt the earth. I look over at Obelik. We will destroy them Forever. Yes, we do. You do not go against family. We will, but keep your disguise on, or you will die before you can take vengeance. Tonight, we sneak in to that villa, and we kill them. Wait, I... I, Yes, and we kill them! We don't disagree, but remember the last time we blow off the head of some fuck, right? Yeah. (laughs) We get good information from... Their gaping <laughs> neck wound. So perhaps the charred rib cage. The charred the rib cage. But yes, I want to hurt them big time. We will hurt them big time, big time. Let us get information first. What more information do we need? Wait. So did we know that the the people in the villa are the ones that? Yes, we do not know that Septimus, how involved Septimus is. He may, th- this person, I do not know gender. This person may know, he may know these dwarves. Perhaps he sold out. He's the Grand Archon. Of course he sold out. The Briennios family has always had it after me ever since I fell in love with um, his sister. Well, this is this is fine. This is fine. They, yes, they okay. blamed me for their death. But wouldn't you rather make him suffer? And oh, what is better suffer than torture? And information may come from torture. <laughs> well, how about we go in there? Italian before. Well, then, what is your proposal? My proposal is to be a little bit to take twiggy's suggestions and i will not say twigalia ass because the three of us we do not need to use code name we will take her because revenge is delicious when cold like nice nice gazpacho soup it has been 15 years but i mean this is fair I still feel we can make him suffer more, yes? And regroup with our with our friends and our fantastic paladin that can kick ass. And imagine if we could somehow use death, his death, to discredit whole situation. Yes? Perhaps? Yeah. You have your headband on, die. right? He will die a horrible death. We will make it very interesting. Yes. Okay, yes, yes. In the meantime... <coughs> yes? The people must know that I have returned. And that their reign is over. I think eventually, yes, this is a good idea. I do not know that right now is a good idea. But 
I think perhaps we get uh, input of other group of adventurers. Yes. We, we will see. We will see. Oh, this makes me nervous, my friend. Uh, I'm going to walk away. This is not good. Yeah, um, and, and actually, since since I'm kind of splitting the initiative a little bit and Emberlin's not back on stage yet, Melsar, how are you doing with all of these recent developments? So Melsar is now incredibly angry. If, if he was a barbarian, he'd be raging and just knocking down trees right now. He, like, he is not thinking clearly right now. He wants to charge in and just start destroying everybody. But he will respect Twiggy and, and Kilbo and wait until the rest of the group returns. Speaking of the rest of the group, Imberlin. It is now your turn. You and the rest of your party have made your way into the Grand Merchant's office. Again, having Dwarven companions clearly gets you some special treatment. While uh, Lady Milani, the High Pontiff, might have seen through your cover story, everyone else seems to be buying that. Well, and it helps that you have legitimacy to your nobility. But, But you all are given a privileged place in line. And within... 20 minutes, you are sitting in the office of the Grand Merchant, Vita Gracchus, who is a human non-binary person. And Vita Gracchus says, welcome, welcome. Uh, what what can we do for you all today? Hail and well met with my friend. Hail and well met. I have come from afar, from Hundlestone. Hundlestone, and- oh yes. Yes, the... Cherry bottom chocolate folks, right? Yes, that is my oh, yes. my father is actually the governor of Hendelstone, and uh, I am actually uh, kind of um, well, I'm his daughter. So I was wondering, uh, my father sort of wanted to kind of see what's going on in uh, Cordinia and see if it would be possible to start some maybe some trading or um even some diplomatic channels and like i said we've, we've come with chocolate and uh bacon lacquered bacon very delicious and um Ooh. we just have come to see what's going on in fair C- cordinia oh certainly well um as as you may know we've experienced an unprecedented period of peace and prosperity here in Cordenia. Um, it, it has been excellent to do business. I could certainly write you a business license to uh, set up uh, a chocolate trade here. Uh, it would be a, a mere 2,000 gold, which for the cherry bottoms, I'm sure, is pocket change, uh, in order to set up uh, the official business license. And with that would come a business space uh, that would cover all of your import, export fees, tariffs, uh, and other other tax fees. So if, if, you, if you're willing to do that, certainly we could make that happen with just a few strokes of a quill. And uh, as far as our political relations, well, well certainly we, we are open to that. The, the Queen and her council are, are skeptical of outsiders, but certainly if you could bring some coin into the royal coffers, I'm certain an audience could be arranged. I, my notion to be saying, 
we can offer a lot. Uh, in from Hundlestone itself, we obviously the Cherry Bottom chocolate carries a name of great importance and great n- known, greatly known throughout the world. Is there no way that we could perhaps waive the fee or reduce it? Think of the benefits to you. Uh, If we were able to spend our coin instead upon promotions and using it to import goods as opposed to just having it sit here. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. It's only a 13. Uh, Emberlin, if if you want to roll that persuasion with advantage, I, I will allow that. Would a 27 be better? A 27 would be considerably better. That's over double what Zedrax rolled. I would say at that point, you're right. It is a bit of an inflated price. Um, we, we do have to, you know, the, the, the strict licensure and everything. We could do it for a thousand gold. Okay. A couple of months on the sly, you know. As long as there's more of that uh, lacquered bacon makes its way my uh, direction. Um, I open my robe and there's just uh, bacon. Adrax has some, so he'll help make sure that you're. Oh, excellent! So a thousand gold—that's that's that's, uh, preferable. Thank you very much. I would love to set up uh, business, and again, like I said, I'm the daughter of the governor of Hendelstone, so I was again, I was hoping to maybe even see the queen. Well, I, I think that would be rather impossible today, but certainly we could get you an audience. It, it might be a day or two, but, um, well, that just gives you time to settle in and, and perhaps gives you time to bring some more of that lacquered bacon. Is that a euphemism for something? And she is, like, very clearly, like, not even subtly winking, like... <laughs> And I was going to say, I reach into my, my bag of holding that looks, you know, that's like totally bedazzled and I grab it and I'm like, here you go. Here's some, here's a pound. Oh, excellent. Oh, yes. Perhaps tomorrow we could get you that audience. That sounds uh, agreeable. Thank you very much. So certainly within the next couple of days. You say there's paperwork? Oh, yes. Uh, well, if, uh, and, and she passes across a contract. Uh, and points out a number of places, and, you know, you've got a pill. You know, you spend the next half hour or so signing the Cherry Bottom name. And I will uh, pay the thousand gold. Excellent. And when you all leave, you leave with an official merchant's license and a card with Vita Gracchus's information of a servant who will come to summon you. this point you all have reconvened in the fancy goose probably meeting in one of your rooms Mima, you are up at this point i would say you should probably roll an investigation check we stop at a shop or anything to put up a put together a a gift basket for that cleric lady yes we will say that you did okay uh subtract 
four gold in order to put that together. Four gold. Expensive. Yeah, you you got to buy some materials to you know make it nice. And you. I was just going to say I would put like twenty five towards it. Oh, you you certainly could. Um, get the really, really, really fancy stuff. And now I want you to roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Actually, just make it a straight persuasion check because she was suspicious. 18 plus 8, what is that? 26. You get the feeling uh, you stock this thing very well. And in fact, you, you even take Meemaw's suggestions, sprinkle a few coins in the bottom. Were but they yeah, uh, at least gold coins or like oh chocolate covered gold coins? Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's kind of a, hey, we're bribing you, but we're not really bribing you kind of thing. You spend some time on this, too. You make it a real fancy basket. So it's a for your consideration gift basket? Very much so. Very much so. so how'd that uh, investigation check go, Mimal? Uh I got a 16. 16. You, you spend some time looking around whoever's room you all are in. As near as you can tell, no one appears to be listening in. Okay. Hey, everybody, there's no wires in here. Don't worry. We're not being spied on. But as far as I can tell. As far as you can tell, yeah. Could I do prestidigitation? Oh, it's only a minute, though. I was going to say I could do white noise. (laughs) You could continue to do it every minute. Okay, because it's a cantrip. All right, I want you to roll me a spellcasting modifier check. Okay. Darkness. Uh, So, yeah, you... (laughs) Uh, about every minute, Kilbo casts a bit of white noise outside the door, just so uh, to help with that. And, and again, as near as you all can tell, there's no one listening in on your conversation. I would say at this point, both of the halves of the party have shared their respective information. Hey guys, I was shitty. I, I was a shitty noble. Don't you worry. Nobody suspected a thing. Wink. Yes, uh, me, uh, Count Dukula, I think I should give you some lessons. lessons. Yeah. Send, you, send your ass to charm school. I only stabbed one person in the anus this time. <laughs> That's common in your It's common in this, t- this area of <laughs> Warvendom, Cordinia. Yeah. So what are y'all thinking in terms of plans? I think we should kill them all. I hate all this. This, everybody sucks. That that one lady, all of the nobles, the queen probably. Can we kill a queen? Hey, no. can we kill a queen? <laughs> no. no. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, slice a few uh, heads. Can we separate can we, a few heads? I feel like we should secure an audience with uh, Dolduck, if we can. I'm wondering if we can beat her. So that you might be able to get a audience with the queen. That would be... Well, ideal, yeah. Within, a, within a few days, yes? Yeah, well, that's... Yes. And But I don't think we have anything with Doldak, and he's... I would like to investigate him for... If he's casting any mind control spell on her. Yes. Maybe we should hunt him down. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I agree. Hunt them all down. I agree, as well, and stab them. Hunting and killing in this. <laughs> I'm changing well, my I alignment. Spent, I was just going to say I spent five <laughs> precious gold to pay off this Vita. It's uh, Laurentia Milani, the High Pontiff. Was that the? Oh, that. All right. Sorry, uh, forgot about her. 
Um, you put anyway. the right name on the card. <laughs> I hope she. I hope that. Um, Dear Humblebert Slapty back. I, for, I forgot that uh the merchant you, lady was fine with us. It was just yeah, the yeah, cleric uh, lady that was a little Lisa, the non-binary human uh was so enamored with the lacquered bacon that she was all over him. Yeah, very very strong supporter in your corner. All right. Laurentia the high pontiff is suspicious of you all. So, tonight, uh, let's hunt down some of these dwarves and let's kill them. I take exception to that. No, the... The, the, the tax. I, I know, it just it feels wrong in my soul. That's all I'm saying. The tax collectors that are terrifying and probably murdering the innocents. Listen, dwarves by their nature are good-hearted. They're good nature. They're good-aligned, if you will. I won't disagree with you. But I'm just saying, they could be persuaded, I think, a lot more than killed. They are murderers. That oh. the, whole, the whole clan of them. They've been doing this for years. Hey, uh, hey. I would like to point at Emberlin with message and say, do you have calm emotions? Yeah, <laughs> and then I will respond. No, I do not. All right. I was I was talking to Zardex, and I really wish he was here right now. I was talking to him this morning before any of this news came out of my uncle that tonight we should ambush one of these groups of or more of these tax collectors. I mean, the people are terrified. They are under this the the heel of this evil regime. And we, we must do something. But even if that's true, we don't want to start alerting the high palace and the what have you, is that there's violence going on in the streets that's disrupting their order. It may also affect the people that they will suspect innocent shop owners, perhaps. Yeah, they might I mean, take vengeance. I am, I am all for vengeance. I'm all for vengeance. But if we do it the right way, Yes. If we do it the right way, then it will empower the people. And yes, and it will choke the the palace of their money. Yes, this is good. This is sign me up. Yes. So let's do that tonight. Sign me up for the murdering <laughs> too. Plan before we indiscriminately murder tax collectors. I heard indiscriminate murder. Let's do it. Oh, we're a tiefling friend. Well, then we can capture a band of them and see what information they can give us. And if they don't have any information, then we do what? Uh, perhaps we follow first. We infiltrate to the extent that we see what we are up against. Infiltrate. So I like mean, what? Well, maybe not, infiltrate was maybe not right word, but spy... Spy like infiltrate. Snoop like could like be like, hey, I'd like to be a tax collector. That'd be great. Also, option. But what do you think will happen? I don't know your Cardinian people. Well, actually, I know them pretty well. I've studied the history really well. But do you think that they're going to just get up and revolt because a bandit or band of these um, tax collectors have been assassinated? Right now, they are fed. I think they. I mean, we can certainly ask, but it seems to me that they are looking for 
a change. They're looking for improvement in their lives. They are, they're in this kind of weird subsistence, subsistence lifestyle. I agree that they want to change, but they were terrified of Emberlin and myself when we were walking down the street. I mean, right? they really have that kind of, I mean, if they were so aggressive, I think they would show more boldness. Once there's a banner for them to, to go to, I think they will. Um, Cordinians have always been strong and uh, powerful people. And right now um, they have no hope. I mean, why, why would they revolt now without anything substantially changing. But we, I mean, we are a, a large group of very powerful warriors, I would say, adventurers. Yeah. They're a whole society. So my point is, I think maybe if we try to find if there's like revolutionary cells or something like that, we should try to kind of Get infiller, yeah, get involved with that and see what's actually out there. Get better feelers out. See what's organized. Make sure that the dwarves, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of them and we should maybe see, are they all wanting to follow what they're doing? Do they find happiness in that or do, do they want change? We don't really know. What if we follow them, grab one, question them a while? Robert, someone can put on a disguise hat and act like him and join back in. When we were in the temple of those snake people, did we ask every single snake if they would like to change who they were? No, we killed them. I think that we should maybe watch tonight. Watch to see what they're doing. Watch their, uh, ru- try to figure out what their routine is um, and see what we're in, like what we're going to have to deal with i don't think we should uh just ambush uh the tax collectors and kill them this is moral gray ground right like in evil temple of snake people it's a little (laughs) bit easier to say they are worshiping evil deity and they want to kill all peoples whereas uh, i mean i do not know these dwarf peoples if each of them is are just trying to support families. I do not think snake people were just in it for supporting their families. I could be wrong. You see, there is difference. Like, I mean, I, I get your frustration. I tiefling friend says no, there is no, no everybody is a snake. I'm pretty sure everybody is a snake. I as, see. as a dragonborn, I do find this slightly offensive, but <laughs> I have scales like snake. But you're you're snake's got no legs. Snakes do have legs. legs. You come from the great snake people had legs too. They had arms that were snakes. Whatever. (laughs) Kibo, you come from the great worms of yore. I mean, you don't come from snakes, you come from worms. I mean, I think this is hair to be split, yes. <laughs> Scale to be split. <laughs> I just, I do not know what will be gained by just killing tax collector. Like, I, I do not, I mean, it will feel good at time, but maybe not lead to anything more lasting. So, think about the fireball. So, the people are terrified. <laughs> terrified of these tax collectors someone knocking on your door and saying hey can i have your nightly 
gold won't induce terror. I understand this, and yet, do we want to rain down fury on these poor peoples? If we kill tax collector, we may not, we do not want to be blamed, right? Like, we, I do not want to be put to death just for funsies. Uh, but I do not want shopkeeper to be put to death just for funsies either, uh, if they are the ones that are fingered for these. I say at the very least, we wait until we've had our audience with the queen because they're probably going to tighten security if there's groups of their tax collectors being killed in the night. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that Adventures Local through Radio was so spineless. We're not. Well, if we fight this battle, I want to win. Why am I going to go and have cocked just for uh, kill spineless tax collector. No, if we are going to kill, let's just do it for reals. Do you want to kill this Septimus person? Yes, I could do it tonight. I know you could. I know. It would feel so good in the moment, wouldn't it? Yes, so good. They're the Grand Archon now, right? I think that would be even worse. I mean, it would look very bad, right? Like, why is Grand Archon dead? Oh, someone killed Grand Archon. <coughs> These people roll into town and all of a sudden man is dead. Like... There's lots of ships coming and going. I mean, yes. But either way, that's a high, uh, high official. I just what think... Is, what is your plan, Velasar? Yeah. What, is, what is your plan? Like, what is your end game? Because I'm not seeing... Right now, I for me too, I do not see end game. I do not know which is next step. So, Kilbo, I have read your pamphlets and your um, your letters, and I have gravitated towards them. I appreciate this. And we are finally in a land where people truly do need rescuing. That people are being oppressed so dearly that they they are terrified of looking at even members of Adventures Local Three Eighty One. Um, I agree with and this, and yet we, I also see that uh, other failed uh, situations have caused even worse. If this is if it is taken half cocked, I, I see this as a win-win where we can choke the money stream into the palace and make them panicked and worried. We can um, ensure that the populace rises with us and in time, perhaps we can even get the military on our side. As Are you okay with killing Queen? No, I think we're fairly clear on that. And I mean, yes, exactly, we are clear on this. It is not cut and dry, like, oh yes, we, we go in guns blazing. Just as the dungeon master to uh, insert here, you're not quite sure who is in on this potential conspiracy and who is not. Right, I'm back. A lot more. Zar- Mr. X comes back from the outhouse like, what have you guys been talking about? Zardax, we're going to attack the dwarves tonight. We've all agreed. No. We have not we all, agreed. Agreed at all. Not agreed. There is much contention. Okay. Twiggy leans over and does kind of like check <laughs> if uh, Belisar's headband's on. <laughs> I want you to roll an investigation check. Seven. <laughs> it, it's hard to tell with the cap of disguise kind of covering it, but uh, the way he's behaving, it doesn't appear to be. All right, for the sake of brevity, what are we doing? We do not know. <laughs> uh, as, as your dungeon master, I will sum up. 
Uh, Belisar believes that the fight should be taken to the dwarves who are going around collecting taxes at night. Taxes? Directly. Like, right now, let's go murder those fucks. Some of the rest of the party is a little more hesitant and wants to kind of scout things out a little more before they start making moves that are likely to bring down more scrutiny on you all. And... Heart, you know, innocent and, shopkeepers. And potential and, blowback. Yeah. How about this? We we follow a group of them tonight and try to capture one. If the opportunity kill them. If the opportunity rises. Maybe. Oh, maybe no fireballs in the mouth. <laughs> that the beads are yours now. Yes, you can't have them. Maybe we should just follow them and figure out what they do. I would like to know more information. Yes, following. How many how many groups there are and how many guards around the city there are that they might have support from? Like purely purely nonviolent, purely observational. We have two very grumpy bumps in our group. I just don't understand Belisar's motivation right now other than vengeance. Does he have, like... I don't think you need any other motivation. <laughs> That's okay. a pretty strong motivator. Just trying to understand. Just trying to understand. Let let it be known that we will get vengeance. We just want to oh, make sure so that they don't also get vengeance. It'll be so Vengeance good. more rather than vengeance against us. We just want to stack the deck a little bit. We just need to gather more intelligence in general from both the population and all these other things. We don't want to spark the rebellion before it's ready. Wouldn't you like to uh, involve your uh, military friends? That's what we should do first. Yeah. We should do that maybe tomorrow. Tonight we should try to see who these dwarves are and what they do at night. Yes, yes. Let's learn more. And kill them. No, and just look at them. I suggest we send Meemaw out to go spy on them. He's probably the best to do it. Hey. They're all dead. As long as we're okay with collateral damage, and by collateral damage, I mean straight up murders. (laughs) Yes. No, he's sneaky. He's a rogue. He's sneaky. He's a murderer. He's a thief. Yeah, he's a thief. He can steal from them. I have no problem with that. Also seems very interested in murdering right now. He might okay, be able to steal. He might I be able to steal you. from them and give it back. Yeah, he can Robin Hood. Give back. I don't understand give back. A well, teaspoon never, never pays his debts. I will also say that as part of your merchant license fee, you all got access to a storefront. Mm. Might serve as a uh, powerful means to get observation on these "quote unquote" tax collectors. <laughs> Perhaps we can open up a shop, and uh, tonight, me and Mima will go looking at these dwarves. Hey, I don't feel like that. Poorly, yeah. Let's yeah. send the sneaky ones, not the clanky ones. And also, let's send a healer for the inevitable person that they kill so that we can, you know, maybe bring the other person back to life so that it doesn't rain down horror on us. Whatever. Every incarnation, and then who knows what body they end up in. Zardex, <laughs> would you care to join us? 
I mean, I will to make sure that it goes better. Thank you, friend. All right. Are we all going? Who's not going? I, can uh, I would say it's probably a good idea for you all to go. You don't all have to be in the front area. In fact, it's probably a good idea if y'all are wanting to observe and follow if at least one or two of you are stealthy. We need completely different costumes. I yes, think agreed. I think we should dress up like villains. Like magical, evil, Udenir dwarves? I really wish we'd all bought those hats. <laughs> I thought we all had disguise kits. We do. Okay. I'm not very good at all. You do. What I could tell you is that you could all roll an investigation check. So basically anybody who got above like an 18, you definitely find like some dark cloaks that you can put on and like obscure your features. Uh, The rest of you have found ways that you can do that as well. So we're opening a disguise shop? No. We're sneaky. We're opening up a candy store. So you all, you all go to your candy store front. It's 200 yards from the Fancy Goose. So it is nearby. This is like the next you day or lollipop? No, this is, uh, this is getting uh, on to the evening at this right. point. Okay. Those of you, I'd say, those of you who don't have a disguise kit or have a disguise, a good cloak costs you five gold to hide your appearance. Deal. Which is a fucking steal. I'll just do that. So you all go to your storefront. It is getting on a little later in the evening. I'd say at this point it's probably about 8, 8.30-ish. How many of you are going to be in the storefront and how many of you are going to be kind of hanging out elsewhere, nearby? I'll be in the storefront. All right. I think I should be in the storefront as well. I will as well because the reception is... Awesome. On point. Can I um, cast Pass Without Trace for everyone that's not going to be in the storefront? Probably a good idea. I'll be in the shop. Come one, come all. Tweaky can't lie. I'm hiding, like, in the shadows. <laughs> all right. Uh, Meemaw, inside or outside? Definitely outside, sneaking around. Hey. All right. And Snibacrebuaz. I'll be outside too, but just kind of covert spot. Just right. there's, a, there's a barrel with eye holes cut in it. <laughs> <laughs> I read that book. Emberlin, Melisar, Oblik, and Zedrax are <laughs> in the storefront. Twiggy, Meemaw, and Zabra Chubbins, I'd like you all to make perception checks. As near as you all can tell, you are out there all alone. As you see a human man and a dwarven man making their way inside your storefront. Emberlin, Belisar, Kilbo, and Zardex. Uh, you are all kind of standing inside. Um, what are y'all doing as you're awaiting this visit? Um, I am ordering Zedrax and Melazar to be a, uh, Measuring all of the walls and trying to figure out what we're going to need to set up this this shop. <laughs> we'll need the chocolate river here and <laughs> the edible the edible giant mushroom goes there. <laughs> and, 
the halfling slave pool. Bacon. The incredibly dangerous fudge pump is there. Uh, the the giant hole into the ground, the furnace with the squirrels is here, and uh, the 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 TV with the impossibly dangerous TV. Redrax and Melisar are very carefully measuring and like drawing schematics and like doing this whole elaborate show. I want the two of you to both roll I'm, and uh, Emberlyn get on those two uh, performance checks. Kilbo, what are you doing? I'm just going around this. Also a performance check. <laughs> <laughs> going around like this. Yeah. Can I, uh, can I cast uh, <laughs> guidance on myself? I feel yeah. like you should be playing Madonna while you're doing that. The spinning blade goes on the ceiling here. <laughs> the group passed the check. Zedrax, you're looking a little sketchy on this, a little, little too much flair, but the two gentlemen who enter your establishment seem to believe the charade you are putting on. And this human man speaks up. Oi, who's in charge here? I guess that would be me, Lady Emberlyn Cherrybottom of Hendelstone. He takes out a piece of parchment, looks at it, and goes, yeah, it checks out. Just want to come around and introduce ourselves. We are the local protection. And if uh, anything were to happen, we'd be the ones that step up and do the enforcing. Now. Plenty of protection here. Thank you. Oh, you don't know how dangerous our city is, though. I would like to know more about how dangerous city is. Oh, it's very dangerous. You never know. There's all sorts of things that can happen. Break-ins, vandalism, arson. Murder, burglary, uh, all, all sorts of horrible things go on. Uh, but fortunately, we keep the streets safe to those who are willing to pay the tax. And what exactly do you do? Like, do you patrol? Do you, uh, do you have, uh, can I have little sticky in the window that says uh, protected by uh, AD? Uh... Oh, you don't need that. Believe me. The folks who are dangerous here know not to fuck with me. And my ordinary friend here. Sounds very dangerous. Oh, it is dangerous. But fortunately, for a mere 10 gold a week, you will be protected. You don't have to worry your pretty little heads one iota. But uh, how would I know if um, if you're protecting us or not? It's very (laughs) sorry. If your windows don't get busted and your place don't get burned down, well, you're protected, isn't it? Um, are you uh, endorsed by any, I don't know, government issue people? Well, the Erdenea, as my friend here is a member of, is endorsed by the Archmage himself. And my own mate, near and dear bosom buddy, is Grand Marshal of the city. None other than Marius Darbito himself. Wait, the dwarf is Marius? No, no, no. Me, me dwarf friend here. His name's not all that important. Although, if you must address him, Harbeck. Harbeck? Is this true, Harbeck? You could not. Harbeck is not saying a word. He's just kind of looking off into around the place, kind of taking it all in. What well, was that? The, the Grand Marshal. What, what was his name? Oh, Marius Darbito. Man, you are moving town, aren't you? 
Darbitus. Security of our capital city. He's particularly in charge of the royal guard. You don't have to worry about him so long as we get our kickback every week for hmm. a mere ten gold. And with this, uh, this candy is going to be a big hit. I think we all know a mere ten gold a week. That's nothing. Does this protect against against the magic as well? Oh yeah. Our ordinary friends make sure that magicians stay in line. Do I notice and, anything? Uh, and for the first time, the dwarf kind of chuckles a little bit. Is, do the I notice dwarf, any? Is there anything about him that I can notice? Like anything on his? Does he have a uniform? Roll an investigation or a perception check. Eighteen. He carries himself very confidently. Uh, he does seem to have some. Relatively powerful magic, based on your experience with spellcasters. He is wearing half plate, so he is very well armored. So um, we've we've been traveling for months, and um, we don't have ten gold. We haven't opened up our shop yet, so we don't have ten gold. Wouldn't dream of asking you for it yet. We want to give you a chance to get up and run and make sure you're successful. And then, depending on your success, maybe you see fit to kick us a few extra gold now and then, just to make sure everything is nice and smooth. Did we get this guy's name? He called himself Celsus. C-U-L-S-U-S. Celsus, my friend. I understand. We would like to be friends. We just wanted to come around, give you a friendly stop by, welcome to the neighborhood. Let you know school. We don't want to be friends with people who aren't good. Is there people we should um, avoid? Long as we get our piece of the action every week, you can associate with whoever you like. What do y'all do? I think do you think there's anything else we can get out of these guys? Or we're we're capturing these guys, right? We need to. No. Yes, we are. Them. We're yet. capturing, but and interrogating, right? We're following. And I can scry the shit out of these guys when they leave. <laughs> well, one of them anyway. Okay, we're following then. Okay, we need to follow. You guys are now following them. Okay. Do you want to say anything else? I'm not sure when we are going to open. There's lots of logistics that we need to set up. So, um, is there somehow is there a way that I can call you or? Oh, you don't call us, we call you. Trust me, we'll know when you're open. Don't you worry, your pretty little head, my dear. Oh, my head is so not pretty. I disagree, my dragonborn friend. I like that mustache, too, by the way. I want to do my message to Belisar, and and I just want to say, we know the name Marius Darbito now. He's important. Let's remember that. I saw the guy in the castle who is... Roll me an insight check with advantage. Do you think I could like give that description of that person uh, with advantage, insight? 27. That seems most likely the person that you saw, in fact. Right. I should have talked to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I should have talked to diabetes. Kelsos, 
Oh, this Marius can we yeah. close enough. We're all friends here, right? I, I'm I'm new to your worded names and stuff. Can we meet Marius? Uh, he seems like a good guy. I just want to, you know, maybe shake his hand. Like as I hear, you all have uh, an appointment with some very high ups in the next day or so. Yeah. I bet Omarius will be there. Oh, God. It's Is there anything else you all have questions about? I We've think got it's... another stops to make, you understand. Just a curiosity. Um, how large is your, like, district? Do you have, like, how well, many thought... build, business, businesses that you do you... <laughs> we're, we're protectors. We're friendly types, you see. I've got me route. Uh, it takes me around this neighborhood. I got other mates. They got their own routes. I mean, it seems I'm like a such a, I mean, it's such a dangerous town and only two of you. I mean, it seems like you should have at least a couple more around. Well, uh, we find that uh, most of our problems are solved with just the two of us, but where we have friends that aren't as easily found. It's good to know that we're being, you know, cared for. Oh, yeah. The eyes are always out and about and watching. Just to make sure you all don't get into any trouble that's unnecessary. My friend already had oral surgery and he's in trouble. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe you should look at to a cleric, mate. Get that fucking shit cleared out of your mouth. Oh, it's just a lot of candy. It's like he has so many ball bearings in the mouth. Yeah, it's, it's not what you can get pouches for. You get me in like a thousand. You don't want to know. It's it's a whole it's a whole cherry bottom thing. The never ending uh, <laughs> ball bearing that just continues to spout ball bearings. It's 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 a failed experiment. We've discontinued it. He, he really suffered for that. He one. really seems to like it. Yeah, please, please don't make fun of me. Well, good luck in all your business ventures. And if you ever have problems with anybody, just ask for old Celsius. Me and my buddy here, Harbeck, will be here no problem anytime. Can I step aside, like out when or wait till they're gone? Yeah, they're 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 about to leave at this point. Okay. Can I try cast true seeing? Yeah. All right. Uh it lasts for an hour. Oh, I can I can do it on a willing creature as well. Maybe I should have done this on Meme. Is Meme anywhere where I can see? No, probably not. What's the range on it? Touch. <laughs> I would say you've got. If you cast it, you've got about forty minutes left on. When we, when it became apparent, I will cast this on Twigalia, who might actually be a fly in the room at this moment. Yeah, I would say about sunset-ish. Cast it on Twiggy before she got herself into hiding. Twigalia, uh, you have the ability to see things as they actually are. For the duration, the creature has true sight, notices secret doors hidden by magic, and see and can see into the ethereal plane, whatever the hell that means, uh, to a range of 120 feet. This is just in case there are hidden guys. It'll just help. I presumably it'll help you follow them and track them, in case they go poof invisible. Because you can see invisible people. Tracking party. As you begin to follow Celsus and Harbeck, they are 
who they seem to be for the most part. What you do notice about Harbeck is while he appears to be a mountain dwarf, there's some something else going on there. Roll me an investigation check with advantage, Spiggy. 16. I want you to roll me a nature check with advantage. 22. 22. One thing that you can tell with your true sight is that Harbeck is not a mountain dwarf. <laughs> His skin is the wrong color. It has this kind of light purplish hue to it. Hell dwarf. Not a hill dwarf. Purple dwarf. Duragar. A what? Duragar. They are from the Underdark. They are the dark reflection of the dwarves that you are familiar with. These are basically inherently evil dwarves. This is someone who is disguising himself to appear as a mountain dwarf. <laughs> In fact, he is a Duragar. That's D-U-E-R-G-A-R, I believe. The dwarf version of Crow. Yes, it, precisely. Can we kill them now? The other thing that you notice, Twiggy. You don't know this. You're not <laughs> fucking there. <laughs> the other thing that you notice as you and your companions are, are moving to follow them is that they are not alone. Four beings move through the shadows with them. And they carry themselves as if they are very, very deadly creatures. Can I tell anything about these creatures? Roll me an investigation check. Um, 16. 16. It's hard to tell. What, what you can tell is that they are pretty beefing, very, pretty well armed. If the three of you try to take on the six of them, it will go very poorly. We can take them. <laughs> you don't know any of this. Right now, you're just following these two creatures. Twiggy has been very busy as she is following these creatures. Mima, what are you doing as you're following? As far as you know, only two creatures. I'm definitely following them pretty pretty dang closely. I want to definitely hide in, you know, every corner and nook and anything that I want to, you know, confined. I want to tail them pretty closely, though. Oh, yeah, no, uh, with, with, with your stealth abilities, you are definitely uh, able to follow them closer than your companions, certainly. They, they make a couple of stops. You overhear them. You, you see them collecting coin. Uh, roll me a perception or investigation, whichever is higher. Definitely investigation. That's a 24. You do notice uh, on one of their stops, there do appear to be some figures also following them in kind of a, the shadows. Okay. You know a thing or two about this. So you know that they are not actually alone. I would say with that high of an investigation, you do spot that there are four. I want you to roll me an intelligence check with advantage. Oh, and that 20. Hey! You recognize assassins when you see them. And there are four assassins following assassins this human man and this dwarven wizard around. Oh, well, they duck into a hay pile and you can't see them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are fucking terrifying. 
who are these assassins? What can I discern anything from them or anything like that? There's four of them. Uh, you know that there are four of them. You know that they are deadly, deadly assassins. They seem to be in league with Celsus and his companion. Zobberchubbins, any anything you want to do as uh, as you're following along? I'm just investigating them, especially the dwarf. All right, roll me an investigation check with advantage on the dwarf. 30. 30. You also, as as a dwarf yourself, you, you notice so, something is a little odd about the gate of this dwarf. And the longer you study, eventually you do get close enough, you also spot that this is a Duragard dwarf in disguise. Mm. Do I know much about the Duragar as a dwarf? Uh, roll me a history check with advantage. 27. 27. You would know that the Duragar are generally evil. And the fact that this one is definitely disguising himself as a more surface-friendly dwarf and only seems to come out at night definitely suggests that uh, that is definitely the case. I would say if you and Twiggy compare notes later on, you would get the sense that the Erdenir are probably largely made up of Duragar rather than mountain dwarfs. Hmm. Surprised I didn't think of that before. Well, I mean, you didn't have much to go on before. The three sneaky ones uh, do follow around and Celsus and Harbeck on their routes. You see them collecting some coin uh, a little later on in the evening. Uh, they do head back uh, near the palace. They don't go in the palace itself, but they do go into a building only about a block away. Unfortunately, by the time you get up close enough, stealthy enough to look in, it does appear to no longer be occupied. Either they have gone out of an exit or there is perhaps an underground element here. And I would say that Twiggy and Zobberchubbins noticing that one of the, noticing that the dwarf was um, a Duragar and not a mountain dwarf, probably suspect that there is indeed an underground tunnel here. So the three of you go back and rejoin your companions. And I will assume share all of the information that you all have gathered. Twiggy, you have just shared the information that you have learned Presumably, um, if there's anything you do wish to hold back, now would be the time to say so. No, I'll share it. All right. Anything else you want to share or do uh, before you all get a lo- nice long rest? Just as I share it, I just want to say, Belisar, remember, we need to continue gathering information and coming up with a strategic plan to make sure that innocent people don't get hurt when we decide to take them on their really dangerous creatures and we can't just go running in well now we know there are assassins maybe we can figure out who they are mm-hmm. yes it seems that the Udenir either have been co-opted or that they were never who they said they were and that the situation is much more nefarious than i had thought yes and we might all be dead had we just gone doubtful <laughs> i well we did kill a krakens but we probably would have blown our blown our operation and had to start again. True. There's it, that. It wouldn't have made your job impossible, but it would have made it a lot fucking harder. You would have gained a lot of scrutiny had you gone after them. Yes. We will yes. get them, but later. Well, I'm glad that the guy said that they weren't alone, and I figured that maybe <laughs> maybe they weren't alone. Um, and then I'd memorize that spell. That and harm. 
Emberlyn, anything else you want to say or do? I think that we have uh, lots of leads and I think that we're on the right, right path. I just think that we need to continue being careful and making sure that we're not uh, doing the Belisar uh, maneuver. maneuver. <laughs> Belisar, is there anything you want to say or do after this very eye-opening day? Zalbertchevens, this is grievous news. Uh, perhaps tomorrow you can go to the library and research these Durgars and get as much information as you possibly can from your books. Good idea. Good advice. And I will be cautious. This is very grievous news. Mm. Meemaw, anything you want to say or do as the day is winding to a close? I want to go up to Belisar and say, hey, We'll get our we'll get our vengeance. Don't you worry. Vengeance is key. And stabs also also key. High five. In response to Belisar, I say, you know, I've been thinking about it, and I think that if this Doldek guy is as powerful as they say, we might need more allies. Do you have any leads? Have you met anyone that seems sympathetic to our cause since we've been here? Not since we've been here. I mean, there was Argos, who we met in Dagger Falls, who said that the army would um, follow us. Otherwise, I mean, maybe some orcs. But As the Grand Archon, would you have any idea about how to actually get the army to, um, to follow us? Well, my hope was to speak with my uncle about that. I mean, he was um, a very high-ranking general in his own right, and he would have known the state of the military. Um, at this point, I can follow up on some old leads, but today was a major blow. Oh, we'll figure something out. Kilbo. I think Kilbo would just reiterate that uh, we, will, we will make, we will get our vengeance. Uh, we will figure out who we can uh, garner as allies, and we will make these dark ones pay. Closing out the evening, probably the wisest party member, Zardex. Hell yeah, the wisest. 20 points. Let's see. Well, I believe we have a couple of leads. Our next step would be probably finding Melisar's friends. Uh, We're not, you can say Belisar. We're not in hiding right now. We're not in the open. We're not in public. I'm trying. No, I'm not not in your good. shop. Y'all have investigated it. It's it's safe. I'm pretty sure I I want to cast like uh, what is it? Hollow ground or something on the shop. <laughs> Just in yeah, case. You can do that. But it takes a day, I think. Right. So our specifically our leads are Argos. Maybe Mima can look into the thieves or assassins guild, which you know so well. I don't know if we have much of a lead with the uh, high pontiff or any sort of religious. It was 10 years ago, right? When the dwarves came? No, it was, um, I mean, roughly 20 or so. No. Uh, I left around 15 years ago. Mm. All right. Well, lived then, for five years. So the, definitely the, the high pontiff has been placed there by whoever these things are. So she, she has been there for, what did she say, 12 years, I believe? 10, I think. 10 to 12. 12. So she's probably been placed there by the dwarves or has been coerced by the dwarves. Yeah. Uh, this whole P- 
people in disguise thing is disconcerting. Um, I only have one level six spell. <laughs> and if I'm going to have to use it on true sight all the time, <laughs> that's a bummer. But if we can't trust our eyes, then we can't trust any of these figures. Uh, do we have any other places we need to check out? I think that I'm going to be um, summoned to for an audience with either the queen or... Dolduck. I think we need to see them both for sure. Yes. Agreed. And we... I want to see what spells he's capable of so I know what we're dealing with. Uh-oh, wizard duel. Having talked through what you all have learned today, I'd say you've had a very, very productive day. All agree to get a, a good night's rest and hit it again in the morning, and that is where we will pick up next week. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.